Welcome to the Opposable Thumbs podcast. Opposable Thumbs is a podcast where Taylor and Rob tackle a new creative challenge every two weeks and talk about our accomplishments, failures, and lessons learned. John Satram is our guest this week. Greetings, John. Howdy. My name is Rob Ray. I use the he, his gender pronoun. I host very infrequent art openings and events at a place called Exoskeleton, and I'm an experience director at an interactive agency here in Los Angeles. I'm Taylor Hokinson. I'm an artist and educator, uh, digital fabrication enthusiast, and noted tall person, and I'm a he-his kind of guy. And I'm John Satram, uh, a, a new media artist in Chicago, um, artist, uh, organizer, occasional educator. Yeah. That, that's me. <laughs> An awesome person. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And for, former neighbor of mine. Yeah. Seriously. Rob, we've all known each other for a long time. This is a, one it's of true. those infrequent podcasts. How, how did you and John get to know each other? Oh. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I think we must have just, maybe through Jason Soliday? Probably through Jason. It uh, feels like it. Yeah. I think, you know, maybe maybe some dead tech, like, high buys. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, most likely, yeah, through Jason, who was like, hey, Rob and I are doing this... Uh, this this project, um, you should swing by. And that was before Enemy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like two thousand and two, right? Something so, like that. so you guys are going deep on some Chicago um, alternative gallery references, yeah? I we are. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Enemy was a uh, cool, crazy art space that Jason Saldae ran. And in Wicker Park. Dead Tech, you guys can talk about that more, as you probably have and do. Uh, yeah. Some. So Taylor, some, yeah. yeah. So, in summary, Taylor and I co-ran a space <laughs> in Chicago. Mostly for... Rob's project. I was, a, I was a happy helper. Yeah, I, I flew solo for a while, and then I realized, like, I need help sweeping up these cigarette butts. <laughs> 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 Taylor, do you like doing that? Oh, man. <laughs> I, Taylor, uh, I'll i hold the ladder if you mount the projector. Well, no, obviously, I was going to tell this very story. R- Rob, um, Rob liked to do things. He's a he's a punk rocker. He used to bike with no helmet, as we covered in a previous episode. So once he true. was trying to dismount a projector from the ceiling while standing on the very top of the ladder, like not even the last step, but right. the top of the ladder. So I climbed up there a little bit. I think I was like holding onto his buns or something. And then the projector <laughs> yep. fell. Ooh. And either Rob, I think Rob, you caught it, right? Or did I catch it? I think I, you caught it. You caught it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you were up there doing it. And then I just did like this, this, you know, natural 20 of a grab. And we, we kept both the projector and Rob off the ground. But oh, yeah, I was, the, I was, I was the nervous Nelly that you needed in your life. That was <laughs> yeah. True. Like I, I wear a helmet when I'm on any ladder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Helmets on every I, joint. <laughs> I now wear a helmet on my bike and I should wear a helmet on the ladder. You should That's put a good. helmet on your head, yeah. technically, Rob. Yeah. Dad joke alert. <laughs> There's also very few places now that you can smoke inside. It, That's a throwback. That's very true. That's a throwback. That is a total throwback, yeah. Well, were we it smoking inside been... at Dead Tech? Yeah, yeah, people would. <laughs> yeah. People would. Especially as like, you know, the 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 evening got later. Yes. People's right. inclination to like put on their winter coat to go outside to smoke yeah. got yep. less and less. Yeah. Yep, yep. That was and then those all were of a good sudden. Parties, man. Those are good parties. We should grab yep. a, a picture of the sign because it's still there. It's uh, it's still there. Yeah, we should grab the it. sign. Yeah. Um, throw a picture of the sign in the show notes or whatever. Has, has like Pitchfork moved in or something? They're next door. They talked about you know knocking a hole there. I don't know if they're in the space, but they're like right on the other side of the wall. That's weird. Yeah. What did you did you liquid nails that to the building? What did you do? <laughs> it is it is liquid nails. Okay. And, and my my landlord wanted to keep it up. Like nice. when I moved out, he was like, "Can we keep it?" And I was like, "Yeah, like yeah. Why would you want to do?" It? And he's like, "Oh, it's cool." Nice. He's like, "I'll just." He's like, "When I want to take it down, I'll just let you know, and I'll I'll cover the cost." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> well, he would even let you know. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. He was a pretty pretty interesting person. He was like an an ex hippie like but like real deep in the game i think mm-hmm. real deep in the hippie game <laughs> uh, um <laughs> but but didn't he also have a military surplus store yeah it was his um it strikes me as undeep in the hippie game <laughs> i think it i think it yeah. came with his some family choices of his <laughs> 
Nice. That's really evocative. I, I kind of don't want to ask for details. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, it was, it's sorry. I, I, that was evocative, but I think it was his wife's oh. um, business or wife's parents' business or something that he inherited. See, I shouldn't have asked. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> he did though. Yeah. I will, I will say this. There is one interesting thing about him. He bought that building with gas mask sales from nine 11. That's exactly the story. I was going to ask you to tell. The way I remember you telling me that story was that he bought a bunch right before 9-11, just thinking, oh, I'll get rid of these over the next 10 years, and then sold them all like 24 hours later. (laughs) Yep, exactly, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. he bought like Palatin, Palatin. He was a wholesaler, so he would sell to other Army wholesale, other Army surplus stores, Ah. but if that Army surplus store on Lincoln is still there, that's the one he owns. Ah. But that's just retail. He doesn't really even like that store. I think it might still be there. I mean, He's fine with the money, but like he's like, I really sell to other people, and so right, like the downstairs of that warehouse was full of army pants. There yeah. was a lot of stuff in there in storage. Yeah, yeah. There, wasn't there also a uh, used to have a roommate there that would cruise around high on coke uh, with a baseball bat? If I recall, that was before. Yeah, that was the <laughs> other owner's daughter's boyfriend. Yeah, who yeah definitely, definitely, really almost killed me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever did he you ever had, have to talk him down or like what? He would just get super hot. Like he would just do so much blow, you could like see it around his gums and stuff. Oh, no. Like <laughs> like he had like a white he had like a white foam around his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and he would hide when he would hear me, he wouldn't realize it was me and then he would hide with a baseball bat like in the boxes oh. waiting yeah, waiting for someone who wasn't me to kill. <laughs> Amongst nice. the boxes or in a box, like literally in a box. Uh, uh, there were, I, I think amongst. Yeah, yeah, amongst. Yeah, <laughs> in, anyway. in and amongst. <laughs> in and amongst. That's that Alice yeah. in Chains song, right? <laughs> yeah, and the man yeah. in and amongst a box. <laughs> oh, dude, very good. You know, Rob and I, before oh. we started the show in earnest, we're talking about the '90s and '90s glasses. Uh, I think we let's keep this let's keep this train going. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna start a '90s glasses podcast. What? <laughs> I mean, with the references. Oh. I, I, I think of Alice in Chains as very '90s. Were they around in the totally. '80s? I suppose so. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think of them as a '90s band. I think yeah. of them mm-hmm. as '90s post grunge or grunge. No, I guess they were grunge. They they did a very fan. Actually, you know what? I would le- have loved to see if. What was it? Wayne Staley was found dead on his couch in L.A. or whatever it was. If they were still alive, Alice in Chains plus Bone Thugs and Harmony would be the most incredible supergroup on the face <laughs> of the earth. Wow! <laughs> Whoa! Think about it. Yeah, someone's got to do that. Never thought remix. about that. Yeah, yep. maybe the holograms. You know, they've yeah, got the, <laughs> yeah, Tupac. Yeah, <laughs> Tupac. Well, the same company that owns the Tupac hologram also owns the Ronald Reagan hologram. Interesting. Oh, my God. two together. Yeah. So, you know, can they just, like, can they swap? I mean, like, what's what, what are the rules there? What is the, mm-hmm. the, you know, what do they sign on for? The amazing <laughs> thing about a podcast is that we could allow ourselves to think for the next couple of days about what the funniest Reagan quip would be said in Tupac's voice and just edit it in like we're just that fast. Boom. Right. Oh, yeah. yes, we should do that. <laughs> uh, more Let's work more work <laughs> oh yeah I, i'm always volunteering uh, rob's fabulous editing <laughs> well there's the whole you know the style transfer uh stuff that's out there now so you can uh yep you know. oh right yeah do you recall what that's called are you talking about the uh the thing they were demonstrating with obama yeah here i'll put a link to that for the show notes oh yeah there's a i saw i just saw it's um Maybe Facebook's AI team, mm-hmm. someone like that has some has some audio files up where they take like the same piece of text and they style it with Obama and Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, which is really weird that they picked those people. Maybe just because they thought there was no point, like like there's no, I don't know, there's <laughs> you're not defaming someone who's already you know that. Yeah, what what I heard was that there was, I mean, what. Like for the Obama one is that there's so much uh, high def footage right. of oh, him, yeah. um, but still, you know, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> you need a certain amount of yeah, good quality footage just to craft yeah. the like. 
So in case anyone just didn't hear about this story at all, and correct me if I'm wrong, gents, but you've got all of this input video, and then you can take a new person who looks nothing like Obama and have them speak a bunch of words, and then you can cause the Obama video to look like it's speaking those words in his voice, right? Or am I getting that wrong? No, that's that's the same thing. I'm going to put on uh, another little link in the in the notes uh from a, for adobe uh product that they oh, demoed yeah. out did you see that was it yeah. was that the demo with the key or peel i forget which of that yeah, yeah. Duo. i mean it's yeah. like they're like it has like a weird beach theme yeah 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 that was strange <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe rob can explain to us because he's in the thick of it right now I feel like Ado- <laughs> no no I, I feel like adobe is like the microsoft of the 90s uh, yeah. <laughs> like they're just kind of floating on their own buoyancy, yeah. you know, like they're just kind sure. of, but then they're just like all over the place. Like they don't, they don't. Yeah. They're having a good yeah. time. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The yeah. cloud. In like Provo, Utah or wherever it is there. Are. Oh, oh yeah, really? Interesting. So they, when they all have parties, it's like 2% beer. I guess they don't even have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah. Uh, dudes, we should, um, we should talk about our projects, but Rob, have you, have you a question for John you wanted to, uh, I do. pose to the it's, a very, it's the broadest of all questions. Ooh. I was just curious, John, what, what you're, what you're up to right now. Oh, oh, um, yeah, the, that's a broad question that, that should be easy to answer, I suppose. But I feel like, uh, I've been working a lot. <laughs> it's uh-huh. been a busy, busy fall. I stepped away from teaching, um, last year. And so I run this mm-hmm. small studio that works with, um, artists and arts organizations and nonprofits in Chicago. So we've been doing a lot of work, uh, supporting a bunch of great art happening. Um, but recently I did a small show, uh, in the back of Defibrillator Gallery. You guys know that place? Oh yeah. Yeah. I I saw it advertised. I couldn't make it in person, but that's kind of the whole joke of the show, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. It's a, it's a cool series that's still going on for folks that are in Chicago. Um, it's got a few more uh, instantiations going on, uh, Thursday nights, they activated their garage. Um, and so I was like, Oh, you know, let's do something easy and kind of something small for this little garage and ended up, uh, trying to fit 150 artists into one program, uh, (laughs) from this, the, uh, curated program called spam. Uh, it's S P A M M dot F R, uh, which we should put in the, in the notes. It's an awesome collection curated uh uh by uh two artists uh system and electro radical uh and it's like new media uh work uh and a lot of the stuff that i kind of curated in was um i don't know it's like people using computers but it was like people in real space watching people use computers so it was a lot of like screen recordings and kind of performance for the for the capture of their screen um, which is still something that, like, in my personal work, I'm I'm super interested uh, about, uh, you know, that as a as a place to do work uh, yeah. that's always yep. changing and always um, in in flux, I guess. You know, like, yep. Yep. I think I read that the newest operating system for Mac OS literally takes your desktop and makes it on iCloud. Like, so these these spaces Ooh. are like literally being taken right. away from us. Um, what's the so. what's the benefit? So you can log in from multiple computers or something. Pro- that's probably it, you know. Yeah. But but yeah. So I guess you know, uh, still still working in that stuff. Um, still making work that's like kind of uh, motivated by those fears, fear and panic. Yeah, panic and fear <laughs> uh, so motivates a lot of my shit. <laughs> if if they were to make my desktop available anywhere, then I would just log in, and there'd be all this crap all over it. And then these recursive folders that say "organize me" with all this right, crap right. inside them, and yes. organize me, and so on. Desktop right. on desktop on desktop. Yeah, yeah, you guys have seen my desktop. That's not. I don't think that. I don't think it would sync. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we're we, not we, like J- Johnny Ive, who has like a personal desktop cl- scrubber. What? <laughs> Who's this? I haven't heard this story. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm kidding. But you know, like he rides around on the back of a bench. You know, he's like the what right. chief creative officer or whatever. Right. Of, uh, Apple, so you know he's probably got like. I always just feel like, like Apple, it's so easy to see that so many of their decisions are based on like these kind of like digital one percenter people who have like tons of money <laughs> and just like yes, 
kind of are like, oh, this is a great idea, great concept. Because, and even though they never have to deal with whatever it is that they're kind of cooking up, yeah. right? Would you would you check your did digilidge at the store uh, door? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was worth a try, but yeah, did, I don't think that. Did I don't think priv? I'm just... <laughs> Should we dive into projects? Yeah, let's let's do projects. Rob, who's going cool. first this week? We usually have our you guest. Are, uh, you are first, comfortable in the middle. Oh, so check this yep. out. So this week, I only have two lowly urls for your consideration so john just uh give you a little bit of guidance um typically what happens is a person will upload their stuff and then the other two people will together kind of open it up and talk about it and that just freeze the person who made it from having to talk about their work and then they can sort of talk about the why and stuff after we've kind of described it okay Mm -hmm. uh sometimes it it doesn't work out exactly that way but it often works out pretty good so yeah um, i mean from what i've heard it it, it's a good pod cool Cool. (laughs) so so what do you see for our sightless audience here ah i see a url john do you see a url i do i do it's uh it's, can we say it? Is it a secret URL? No, we can say it, right? Yeah, go for it. 8E8D7E5D <laughs> at yep. or dot ngrok.io. Mm-hmm. Yep. 8E8D7E5D. It sounds like a, like a Sony Vio laptop model number. Yeah. 8E8D7E5D. 88. Hmm. There's nothing I oh, can wait, read into that yet. Beeb yeah, no, no, don't beeb worry about dit, that. Dit ist. <laughs> <laughs> We're like going deep on the URL, but yeah. it's a bi- it's a bio site from that guy for Twin Peaks that talks backwards. <laughs> Martin nice. Shrekley is going to buy this domain. Okay. <laughs> I'm opening it up, John. Are you? I am um, there. It says uh, it's a haiku. Oh, it is a very short form of Japanese poetry. It's typically characterized by three qualities. The juxtaposition of two images or ideas with a cutting word between them. Yeah. 17 syllables. Yep. Three phrases of 575. I remember that. Yep. And then seasonal references. This is straight out of Wikipedia, y'all. Just going to own yeah, that. I, I never knew the first one. The juxtaposition of yeah, two images or ideas with a cutting word between them. That'll be interesting to see. What's up? Okay, cool. And then there's a, bl- a form field with a blinking cursor in it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm going to type in my password. Oh, yeah. This sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It gave me a score. It gave me a score. Give you a score. Should I type in something? Yeah, do I'll it. I'll type in something. Uh, oh, my God. The first thing I thought of was so dumb. It was like, my cat's name. <laughs> <laughs> I just became all of the internet. I just That's my password. The internet. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Your cat's name is my password. Uh, score, 1.8. And then I got a frowny face. What score did you get, John? I got 1.8 too. Just 1.8 as well. Oh, but then I typed in your cat's name is my password and I got a 7.2 with a frowny face. Aha. Uh-huh, so I'm, uh-huh, I'm I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me try typing in John. <laughs> John, do you still do you still have a feline friend? Well, our cat Megabyte uh, passed away this earlier this year. Oh, Mega! Yeah, okay. John's cat Megabyte is a cool cat. I'm hoping cool will score me up. Oh on... yeah! Oh, seasonal. On seasonal <laughs> reference, let's see. Nine point oh, frowny face. Oh, shoot! I... Megabyte is a cool cat. I just googled most popular haiku ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now you're thinking. <laughs> now you're cheating with your brain. This is why John is a digital media artist. Because <laughs> yeah, fake it till you make it. Yeah, that's right. Ooh. Damn, score eighteen. Oh, did what? What kind of face was it? Smiley. It, it was like a meh face. Oh, meh face. No, it's still un- oh. it's still frowning face. 
Um, Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna do one and read it, and then give you the score. Still getting frowny faces, but this one's good. While you decline to cry, high on the mountainside of a single stalk of plum grass wilts. Uh, I think I added. I think I added a couple of different words. What was your but score? Twenty-one point six. Well, twenty-one point six. So, uh, you guys tell me if you want any hints, but I'm really digging the way that you're figuring this out. Okay, I have. I'm working on one right now. I've got. So it's five seven five. So I have John's cat mega bite. John's cat mega bite. That's five syllables. This is a winter cool cat. So that's seven syllables. Um, cats make me uh, happy. Cats make me happy. Thank you. Seventeen point one. Oh, and I got the um, like. So my haiku is John's cat megabyte. This is a winter cool cat. Cats make me happy. Score seventeen point one with the like squinching eyes, tongue out emoji. Oh. <laughs> I'm okay, getting some so, sick scores, but I still get frowny faces. Oh, you you want to try to? So what what was your score, Rob? Seventeen point one. And then what do you take that to be um, relative to? Out of out of one hundred, I think. Oh, really? I don't know. Think a lot dumber in terms of whether or not <laughs> the program thinks that you've made a haiku. Think a lot dumber. Does it, you you got it with seventeen point one, but John did not get it with twenty one. Oh. Uh, oh, seventeen syllables. Yeah. yeah oh, that's the syllable count. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. So onyx, this gem, black night, downcast. I await your return like the morning sun. Unrivaled splendor. That's too long. <laughs> That's good, though. It's wordy. I oh, mean, it's a syllable count. Dang. I was putting so many things in here that were classic, famous haiku that the system rejects. So it's not your fault. Thanks. Oh, so I just <laughs> typed, this makes me sneeze, yeah. which I think of as four <laughs> syllables. Yeah. And I got a 4.5 score. Yeah. Where do you know where the point five comes from? Whoa! I just got some crazy results over here. Oh, who just yeah? Who just, just, who just put, put that in, one in? I put in some hex. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 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 this is part one. But since we did get a one that went, I want to show you guys the payoff here. Are you ready okay, to see the cool. payoff? I'm just yeah. putting in seventeen A's real quick. Okay, oh, I got fifteen. Well, then put in two more A's. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe I miscounted my A's. <laughs> I got it. Excellent. Okay, so I'm going to shut this down because I can only run one of these at once. So here's your new URL. Go check that bad boy out. All right. Ooh, oh. Okay. This looks like a file browser. Mm-hmm. Running on port 5000. Okay, these are the words that we put in. Yeah. John, I, I think you got it real quick. John, what's your what's your Twitter Twitter handle? At John Satram. At John Satram. I if you're curious about what John's work is sort of like, going to his Twitter handle is is a really interesting and pleasurable place to be. <laughs> it's at at John Satram, and it I I think of it as, and I don't know if it is this as like it's like real time error messages that you get yes. that mm-hmm. you find intriguing that you decide to post to Twitter. Yes, that's. It's real time. Uh, most people are like, oh, they think it's like a, a bot or, or something else. Um, I just haven't got around to that. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's also, I don't know. I backed myself into a corner because I can't really speak as me anymore on Twitter. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have to open up an error message Twitter <laughs> handle so you can speak as yourself. <laughs> right. So, so to visualize this for people that aren't seeing it. And I'll, tr- I'll try to get this stable enough so that people can see it once the podcast comes out. But I yeah, was cool. trying to respond to this idea I've been playing with for a long time where um, I wanted to make a haiku website where the content was just embedded in the directory name. So effectively, all the haiku that are stored on the site are just stored in the URL, right? So you could go, you could link to you know the 17th oh, folder yeah. in a structure. Um, now 
this should be really technically easy to do, right? Because you just make a batch of folders and they just show up in the URL bar. But the thing that I found really challenging was trying to get to make it possible for people outside of my local network to make changes to the server. Oh, man. So, oh man, it was, I learned a lot. So I, I got a Raspberry Pi going and then I was running a Flask um, dynamic website. So that was the way that I could get JavaScript talking to Python mm-hmm. so that we could be reorganizing the directory structure on the actual server, which in this case was the Pi. And then Rob queued me into ngrok, which was the service that allowed me to um, expose uh, that folder structure without having to open ports on my router. So that that's a really cool product. Nice, yeah. Uh, and then ultimately, the last thing I couldn't quite figure out was how to get both. Um, I need to figure out how to put these two services together. So right now you can see the index of folders or you can write haiku, but you can't do them on the same page. Nice. And so that's sort of the last thing I need to develop. But um, yeah, it was quite a learning process, man. And I'm going to throw it all up on GitHub. I can show you guys that I've got most of it there if you're interested. But um, yeah, I'm curious to release this uh, to the um, listeners and see if they have any you know extensions to make on top of that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I like that you click into it to sort of reveal the poem, which is like a yeah. way of that's not a traditional reading style. You mm-hmm. know, it's like almost native to the internet. Like there's an interactivity sort of embedded in mm-hmm. the comprehension, which is really cool. Sure, right? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I love I love it with the path. You know, that the path, that the URL of it is is it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could like copy and paste a haiku to someone. Like, which is, yeah, through URL, which is neat. So I feel like I got two out of three topics in this particular challenge. I got backwards because we're sort of inverting the function of the uh, directory where the directory becomes content instead of the content container. And certainly poetry's in there. Um, Dance, uh, I couldn't quite get, uh, but, you know, two out of three, man. You were, you were dancing. You were dancing with technology. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> my fingers were dancing on the keyboard. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah, so sorry, Violet. We, we don't mean to disparage. Not at all. That was a hard one, man. <laughs> yeah, it was hard. Well, it's like there was this one time that a friend of mine who was black and gay said, "Could you make a piece for me?" And I was like, "Oh man, I th- I can try to attack one of those, but just like the idea that I could make a meaningful work about those two identities was pretty intimidating so i wound up with yeah. you know getting halfway there hmm. or some fraction of halfway there i should probably say so john lay it on us what'd you do i see pictures good. of text which is always a good sign Ooh, there's all sorts of stuff in here yeah open open up thumb dot underscore input Maybe that's a good one. I'm seeing seeing our names come up, though. So I see under 28, and opposable thumbs as a podcast for Taylor and I tackle a new creative challenge every two weeks. So there's definitely, we're scraping something that exists. Is he he converting our podcasts into automatic text-to-speech? Is that what I'm saying? I think so, because I see my name is Robbery. (laughs) (laughs) Alive in Los Angeles by day as Taylor has referenced I. Oh, yeah. Here's when oh. you were, we were talking about when you got mugged. Uh, <laughs> Robbery. Robbery. Engineer and blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's see. Maybe that's the algorithm kind of uh, being cute. Or maybe we just said blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Uh, pose like this. It is still both Mr. Potato Head. Oh, is that weird? Man, see, the funny thing is I kind of don't remember what we talk about. <laughs> Me then, neither, yeah. yeah. I was like, what? did I say this? Yeah, I can't believe I brought up that story about the, the deep thoughts about Mr. Potato Head plugging his parts into a tortilla in Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the whole Mandigo thing with uh, Buzz Lightyear yep. in Spanish. I mode. just yeah, saw yeah. that too. Yeah. yeah. But there's so, so there's this is a every text once in a while that, we get a yeah. whole bunch of hash marks, which I'm assuming. Oh. oh yeah, yep. Oh, and the numbers restart, so maybe those are episode divisions or something. Yep, I think so. Yeah, we made we made a Marvin K. Mooney reference. Yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow, this is weird, right. man. Okay, so there's, do you want to keep looking at the inputs, or should we try to figure uh, out what else we get? Yeah, why don't you can kind of troll down through uh, one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. <laughs> I'm definitely seeing some spelling mistakes grow in one through sixteen epics. Rob, what are you getting? Are you on the same uh, thumb underscore input dot txt? Uh, I, we're moving on from those. So oh, the, okay. if you look at O one, um, oh I see O one through dot sixteen epics. Oh, same format, but it's kind of breaking down now in terms of content. It sure is. Indigmanted. <laughs> I was just looking in at there. <laughs> Swearily artist. Indigmanted. I like that as a word. I don't know what it is. Those coin race then based to like in standing gerprit and home. Okay, we sigh it. It's the number so thing. I'm assuming it's going to continue to blow out, but I could it's be wrong. Definitely getting really weird. But like, word, it's word word like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I here's one. But I was like Rigu's how to be. Oh man, I mean, you know, if you could though, like tiny excited dives. Of hands or necessmenin. <laughs> <laughs> I think one... they know that eight these chet had anoter so muktor fact that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Modernist cramper, modernist weed cramperations. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I get that as a tattoo. What line is that modernist there's... weed cramperations? Well, you know, I don't think they're really really line numbers, but you could search for oh, five, you're right. They, yeah, five they, eight oh. three. The line numbers try five eight up. three, or just material modernist weeds. <laughs> I'm a culture you hoof, a really no interestulated. <laughs> and do you rope got you to the recogrin? <laughs> uh, are you, are, Rob? Are you still looking at a that a one? Uh, yep. Yeah, you guys can move on to the some of the others if you want. Okay. So we do 03 primed reverse dance poem.txt. Go for it. Yeah, oh. so now we're getting much larger text. Yep. But I'm assuming it's going to be reassembled. Rob, you want to pick one at random and read it? Yeah, I'm going to scroll down to about two-thirds of the way down. Whoa. Sure. Okay. And get a thing. I don't want to get the back for for the podcast, the different or something like computer that are some sort of different. And he does it was the thing. It's really you see the different how many and I can use a one experience. But I mean, it's kind of going where I don't know the thing for the completely get it was, you know, I could do every one have a little interesting like, you know, one just does really. And I really no Okay. I have for some really like you want to do. Back good where you want to get really up on it. It was hard reading some sort of first and one components like some sort of experience. And then one of the first thing with the second, the completely in my stuff. <laughs> you can you can like really one thing. It's the artist. Yeah, that's cool. Where they want to see your work is used a little bit. And so the first here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. That's how it, one of the smaller ones. It's clearly, well, it's clearly coming from things that we say. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so it's not, and it's not just random, and and some of them are almost believable, like just true run-on sentences, as opposed yeah. to just yeah. total gobbledygook. Yeah. So I'm looking at O4 script. Okay, so uh, so I ha- this one has an idea behind it, potentially, uh-huh. if you guys want to play along. Sure, um, sure. I could. Exp- oh, should we play I could, it? I could ex- explain. Yeah, we could. We could read it like a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm, know, like, I'm digging that. So we can embed a podcast in this podcast that's generated from the podcast. Yeah, Dude. cool. Inception so, spin. Yes. The top. Uh, <laughs> so there's three roles. Um, who wants to be speaker one? I think you guys should be speaker one and one and zero. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'll be one. I'll be zero. All right. Okay. okay. Get with a zero. We are really interested in the podcast.com. You can put the music that started into great green holes. Chicago and California are also really kind of interesting in the podcast and all because they talk about our site. I don't know the word, but I don't also don't want to be the first one because we have, we can get really specific. It's pretty point like no other. The word has the quarter. So we do the audio complex, which is because the first podcast was for you. 
I think that you know that I have been a different person. I was also a particular podcast that could see a podcast. It's the theory herein. The word I the word is the podcast in this project, just like it looks like when I stand up on my students. Also, my back is to you. You know it's a particular podcast. And so, maybe for a month or two, we are really kind of interested to be a problem. It's a month question, you know. So anyway, that was what this looks like. Rob tackles the story eventually, and Taylor maybe just explained a ton that is really hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like how there's a weird kind of attempt at inflection in there. Right. Yeah. Like it comes, yeah, wow. That was cool to to hear you guys kind of go through it. Uh, And it was also, I feel like, Taylor, our our projects kind of are good, um, you know, uh, feed into each other kind of nicely as far as like just working with text and... and, um, playing with that stuff. So I took all y'all's uh, podcasts and um, did a, you know, did a voice to text on them. Um, and the, uh, I guess the form that, that you guys were talking about at first, you know, where it's uh, listed out with the numbers and stuff. Um, that's a little less uh, important. Um, to me, it's like the time code. You're correct on that. Um, it's all for uh, subtitling, you know, for, mm-hmm. for closed captioning. Um, and that's just really a result of the, the um, process I used for getting it into text. Um, so I was sort of interested in the numbers and things because, of the you know, it creates a structure. Um, but I haven't, didn't really take, take that on too much more than just having it be a part of the structure you know there's things that you could mm-hmm. do where maybe you hook that up to time code and it's flashing around you know um okay. but yeah uh that's an srt file i don't know if folks know that t- that type of file but that's the formatting there what 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 is that the what S- is typically that used for uh closed captions okay so like yeah on youtube or, or other places you can upload also a srt file uh okay yeah for that um, yeah, so the first one was all of your, all of the episodes up until this one. Uh, you were right about the hash marks being uh, in, indicators between them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I used that as training data for a neural network um, <laughs> based on char RNN, which I'll throw a, a link um, to in the thing, but maybe I'll just do that later so i can keep talking because mm-hmm. i'm trying to because like neural net stuff is confusing as it is and for me to copy and paste from multiple like other pages um uh-huh. <laughs> might just get like might all break down because i'm still trying to like kind of understand this stuff and i know i'll never totally understand it but um uh char and then is a is a uh recurrent neural network that looks at the structure of its training data and um it's totally crazy magic that learns how to write by looking at characters, you know, before and after these other characters. So it's like, it's learning language. Like it's literally learning language because it's learning. Um, It's not like it needs to even know what words are. It literally learns them. And then based on the patterns uh, of what it's fed, it kind of starts to, you can massage it to output like that uh you know and so it's totally hilarious and crazy and and i'm only like scraping the surface with it but um the outputs that you guys see on uh zero one zero two and zero three are like three different uh parameters or flags that you can give uh the what i'm using is uh char rnn tensorflow and i'll put that link for you guys as well um and like the first one is trained but not very long. That's why it's like making up these weird words. So it's not like, you know, those weird words are are, are sort of based on the probability of a of a letter coming after another letter. But it's like amazingly pretty good <laughs> at doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it comes up with some interesting words too, like words that m- maybe don't exist but could exist. Right. It's just yeah. Uh, so I get lost, like, once you output, you can, and you can output, you know, tons of text. Like, some of these files are huge. Um, and you can just, like, kind of dig through them. And that's, like, something I like to do is, like, just make 
piles of garbage and then dig through it. Mm-hmm. Um, like here's here's a word it came up with horrifor h o r r i f o r e. It's like I I only consume horrific foods. I'm a horrifor. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there's like tons of stuff in there. Um, so I so I'm interested like for this process or like because of the magic. Also interested in kind of the generation of stuff, like, and then also the, um, like the proposed, uh, or the promise of efficiency, you know, uh, mm-hmm. when people talk about like machine learning, it's, it's a lot of like promises and a lot of like, you know, excitement about how it's going to be really good. But, um, I also like, like these words and stuff, you know, so two and three are different, uh, parameters also like that structure came through right did you notice like the numbers started moving around but they're still yeah, all like yeah. all the carriage returns even that little double arrow that little arrow ascii arrow comes through it just learned that it was like usually it's about two lines and is outputting that um i tried priming it on number three i tried priming it with reverse dance poem oh yeah right. um which gives it kind of a suggestion it's kind of like a, a fill in the blank thing yeah. yeah, seeding it, um, and and that came out with some larger text. I think also because I did another parameter. Do you remember what you seeded, seeded it with? I seeded it with uh, reverse dance poem. Ah, okay. Yeah. Oh, just that that phrase. You can see how it's uh, that's the beginning of that file. Mm, sure. In mm. number yeah, in number three, it's like reverse dance poem was it was some of you make it. I think. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. So, you know, it kind of is like gets that part and then it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it also gets me wondering if this is in some ways an accurate reflection on ways of speaking that Rob and or I lean on because there, there's a lot of qualifying language, right? So uh-huh. in the third one, it says it's it's really seems doing the kind of like a bit and really, really kind of <laughs> maybe because, and then I think, Oh dude, I, I better get more declarative in my, <laughs> yeah. I, I got, when I was reading here. some of these too, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, Whoa, yeah. like if you just did like a word count yeah. on right. our length, our speech, it would skew to certain words pretty hard. Yeah. Pretty. It, there's some, uh, I ended up using a service. Uh, I can't remember. I'll dump that in the notes too. Um, for taking the MP3s and, and um, getting the text out of them, and it mm-hmm. comes with some accompanying uh, keyword data that you guys might find fun. Oh yeah, oh, cool. for sure. Well, just per the per the qualifiers and things, uh, one section that I that I dumped into the script text uh, is, and so yeah, it's yeah. I don't know that I don't know because I can use the something that it's like something that we should really just use. I think you know for the things that we are really using, it makes a difference. That's just really, really cool. <laughs> you get us dead to rights, dude. <laughs> so yeah, so then uh, the the O four dash script um, is is kind of me going in and, and pulling stuff because it's like the promise is there of this stuff writing for you, um, but really it needs massage and and I don't know if there, you know there's really anything that can be any any art that's um, totally one hundred percent generated. You know, if it's like a script or something and it's AI or machine learning, there's always has to be massaged by, by us. Oh, sure. At least for now. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So, and then those screenshots are just some process things with TensorBoard. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, the charting out of that's really interesting. And, and is this, so can you generate a neural network on your local computer or are you uploading data to a cloud service or how's that working? I'm, I'm running it on my box. Um, and I'll throw a tutorial that uh, my studio mate Brandon Dorsey put together on uh, that I leaned on for this. It's um, mm-hmm. on how to make music um, with uh, recurrent oh, cool. neural networks. Yeah, it's really yeah. great. Uh, highly recommended. And uh, he has like a lyric uh, database that you can generate songs and stuff. It's really cool. And walks you through how to set it up on your local machine. He has a Docker wow. image. Awesome. Are you running a Ubuntu, John? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well I'm like, done. I'm like running everything. I feel uh-huh. uh, houseless. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a digital nomad. Yeah, yeah. Spewing out, <laughs> spreading around. Nomad poops. Rob, you should try to use a, a neural network to come up with new um, 
uh, business speak terminology. Oh man! Oh yeah, yeah. like the web economy <laughs> bullshit generator, but like yes. through yep. a neural, neural net. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Even the just the fact of it being a neural net is sort of it's apropos. Wow, man, this is cool. Yeah, for sure. Great work, man. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, really it was fun to, and it was fun to also use this as a way to you know get to know the the podcast a little better. And, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm always so impressed, particularly when just someone, one of our guests puts a lot of effort into a project and just comes up with something just really fundamentally inspiring. I don't know. It yeah, yeah. just makes yeah, me yeah. feel lucky yeah. to do this project because, you know, this is yeah. all somebody else's work and we're just reaping the benefits of getting to see it and talk about it and all that. Yeah, it's it's really, f- yeah, fun to see people's just tackling a problem in a way totally different than you would, but mm-hmm. with the same kind of creative structure, which is nice. Word. Cause even I feel like in, in most school projects that it's rarely, I don't know if I've ever made a project in school that they were like, use this as a prompt and then everybody make your own thing. Like, right. I don't know. It seems like it's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Can't wait to see what you have, Rob. Let's see. Oh, it, Rob. Bust it okay. up. So I have a couple of uploads that may take quite a while. So I'm going to, I'm going to do the, I don't know quite how to do this. Cisco music. I see a Uh, record player. So I'm seeing a, yeah, a record player and importantly with some hacked on uh, linear solenoids. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh Or, Or are those... So what are you making of those? Are those controlling the arm, John, or what do you think? I would assume because they're on the end of the arm. My Well, I'm, I'm downloading the video, so my, my guess is that they're helping skip the record. But that's just a guess. Ooh, that's a pretty solid guess. But, you know, <laughs> also, you know, <laughs> we all know each other's work. There's also some, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if uh, Rob manufactured this record or not. It, mm. it has a kind of um, the uh, the little label is just a sort of uh, abstract image as opposed to giving any more specific information. Right. Yeah, it's a I, I, it's um it's a flying lotus record. Oh, okay. Oh yes, uh, get it. I, th- I thought he would appreciate the project. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, I hear laughing. <laughs> Yeah, laughing in some kind of atonal. Do you think it's part of the original recording that we're listening to? Probably. There we go. Yes, that Did is you an see aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> the the needle skipped like half or more of the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really fast when the uh, when the solenoid. So one goes off to push it in A exactly. direction and the other in B direction. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Nice. And is it being played see, backwards, or is that just the music? It is being played backwards, yeah. Oh, Boom. is that where you is that where you reverse the motor back there? I reverse the motor. I, it's uh, I just uh, took it apart and swapped the motor, the positive <laughs> and negative. Ah, nice. Cool. Oh, so, but it it was not being played backwards in the video. It should, or should be. Was it? Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, so is that is that particular record? Is it encoded with backwards laughter when oh. played frontwards? It, it's it sort of is it's not it's i think he definitely uses some backwards styling in his production and that's kind of one of the reasons yeah. i picked the record because i was like oh i i think he he likes that sort of weird he's kind of into that he has um a kind of this is a i just uploaded a smaller video that yeah, sort cool. of shows more head on that you can see it but um he does have like he gets into that sort of like kind of satanic vibe mm-hmm yeah, or sort of you know Charles Manson Los Angeles kind of vibe. So you physically changed the record player so it would play backwards naturally, right? Yes. Yep. And then the solenoids are there to skip back and forth between two specific positions on the record. E- yeah. Yeah. Specific. More or less. Yeah. There's a. There's an. As with all of my projects, there's an Arduino stuck to, to the underneath of this record player, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it there's I just sort of randomly spewed delay times mm-hmm. through the solenoid fires, mm-hmm. so the mm. record player will play 
for that amount of delay time, and then a solenoid will fire. Sometimes the solenoid will miss because it's just where the needle is. The solenoid, you know, misses the back of the tone arm. Sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe to, to just quickly super describe it. There's two solenoids that sit on top of the tone arm on the back of the tone arm of the record player, and um, as the record plays backwards, those solenoids fire. And sometimes the the sort of weight when you think of the back end of the weight the like blob at the end of the tone arm mm-hmm. is underneath the solenoid. And so when the solenoid strikes it, it both hops the neck, the record needle up and then over. Uh, so it sort of is like hopping the needle back and forth into a random spot over and over and over. So it, it, it sort of plays infinitely mm-hmm. because it's always just being hopped back and forth mm-hmm. uh, and also back backwards. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, I had big dreams for this one that <laughs> fell apart at two o'clock in the morning last night that I, <laughs> What were I feel the like dreams? I sort of have to share. My original version was so I, um, in this podcast we often share things that we're into, and I'm going to share a thing I'm no longer into, which is solenoids. <laughs> <laughs> because every the promises the promise is always bigger than the oh, yeah. than the than what they deliver. Like, or and I realize it's just my bad, right? But but I'm always like a solenoid will do this, and then I get one and I attach it and I'm like, it's too weak. (laughs) So I had three solenoids mounted to the underneath bigger solenoids than what you're seeing here Mm. mounted to the underneath of the record player. And what I really wanted was the record player to just randomly spaz out, just hop up Mm. off the ground (laughs) and that would like fling the needle around. And so it would look like a totally normal record player, but it only plays backwards and it's just sort of possessed. Like it just kind (laughs) of hops around. But, at two o'clock in the morning, I got it all done and I was like, this is going to be awesome. And I set it up and had all the code ready and everything. And you could hear the solenoids fire and the record player just didn't move an, an inch. It didn't move a millimeter. Yeah. He was here. Exactly. Exactly. That sound of the solenoid not firing, like, like of the, of the, of the, um, I don't know what that's called. Like of the, of the coil heating yeah. up, you know, but it's like nothing <laughs> happening. Yeah. Dude, I've so had I was an idea so for you. Mad. Yeah, what's that? Before you give up on it entirely, if if you could set up the base of the record player so that it was um, had a fulcrum in the middle, and then you oh. have it weighted in such a way where just a very small amount of pressure will yep. cause it to tip to the other side, right? Yep, that yep. Could be that's one a good way idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, don't give. I up also yet. did the. I think the amateur move of the full weight is sitting on the solenoids. You know, so oh, well, there you go, man the stress that it's going to take to actually lift the record player uh, off the ground yeah. is I assume there's a lot more energy that you require at the beginning of that than if the solenoids already mid strike, you know? So it's like a solenoid, uh, just for people listening, probably know what it is, but, but it's like essentially like a little magnet that moves a little rod back and forth about half an inch or so. Um, so sort of like if you took a pool cue and like struck a pool ball with it, that's kind of how a solenoid um, the motion a solenoid makes. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, the solenoids were just like, it's like if you took a pool cue and like put it up against the wall and just like rammed your arm as hard as you could <laughs> on the pool cue. Ouch. And this, the pool cue didn't move because the, the wall was in the way. So, um, yeah. So, so I think it's that like initial fire part that's really hard. And so I thought like if I had it on little legs, the solenoids might get enough wind up, you know, to, uh, be able to hop it a little bit but i hate frustrating man i always think they're gonna be great and they kind of work but they're all they're just they just require i mean that's the thing right it's like so much stuff requires a ton of energy just to move around Mm. that with your finger you can do but with electronics it's hard yeah i like it i like it because it's like you know the one of the promises of cds was skip and shuffle oh yeah yeah, right yeah yeah (laughs) I did have a big fantasy of also being able to be way more accurate, you know, that mm-hmm. you could sort of maybe tune in the s- solenoids with some set screws or something. And I, I probably should. That would make it a little bit more rapid fire back and forth. Well, something I could also imagine would be to, like, laser cut a um, a gear portion. So not necessarily the entire 360 degrees of the gear, but a sort of arc. And then you could drive... Um, I mean, if you want it to happen really fast, I think it's going to be super hard to make it perfect. But if you didn't mind it being slow, you could you could totally build a little um, 
like a stepper motor that would drive it to yeah. specific locations, but would that take yeah. some of the fun out of it? Mm. Yeah, I like that it's, you know, uh, has a lot of anxiety right now, which yeah. is nice. Speaking yeah. about driving to separate locations, you know, you could also just throw it in the back of a truck. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's a very good point. Yeah. You also have a ton of neighborhood children who are always dancing around your house. I'm sure they would <laughs> they would delight in participating in this kind of thing. They could go office space on it with a baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Many options. Well, sorry it didn't work out, but the uh I, I love your idea about revoking things from your list of stuff you're into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I think it's time for the next challenge. Yep. John, lay it on us. What do we got? Uh, I was thinking maybe we could dig into one of those uh, texts and and pull oh. and pull and pull a challenge. Oh, is nice! That, is that something yeah. like collaboratively? Sure. You know, we can maybe which like uh, which one should we look at? Well, you guys really reacted to the one that um, had the made up words, so maybe that was number that was number that was maybe that was number one on where I trained it for sixteen epochs. Um, so what if we all like, yeah, found some made up words. Should we, should we find a couple made up words and dump them in the chat and then, and then kind of gravitate openering around here? <laughs> I get that stuff. <laughs> Let's see. But that the perch. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude. How about Originard? I like Originard. <laughs> a limple ungo, sort of. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, I think Originard. Originard. I think Originard <laughs> may be like, you know, maybe something that a lot of people are kind of searching for in their work. Indeed. Um, be, be that be that an Everybog or an Arachidive Duder. Everyone's looking for that Originardy. This. Yep. I think so, I do think we need two. Yeah. Okay. I think I got it. Oh. Yeah. Exceptions. Exceptions to Originard. Oh <laughs> yes. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Exceptions <laughs> to Originard. Oh man. What are the exceptions to Originard? Right. We're about to find these out. Are the are big, these are the big. These are the big questions. <laughs> They are the big questions yeah, that yeah. only AI can solve and <laughs> and us. Right. All right, we have our challenge, Rob. We we do. John, do you have any like music you're into, videos you've watched, tools you've used, other people's projects you're digging? Any um man. To uh, stuff to share. Uh I guess like I mentioned it at the beginning, but uh I just came out of doing that that spam Chicago thing. So people mm-hmm. should check out yeah. spam.fr. That's like a good repo of uh people doing stuff from all over that's the first thing that comes to mind um i think also brandon's uh tutorial is definitely worth uh if people are interested in some of that neural net stuff to check out cool is there any weird software packages that you're using i feel like you you are a master of finding very weird sad (laughs) sad software applications no like so i'm i'm in this like just weird place of uh i had a laptop go out um my other like mac stuff is is uh aging i'm, I'm considering moving away from that platform i i built yeah. a, a windows linux wow. desktop so i'm like in this weird zone of really excited but like not feeling stable digitally yeah you know taylor you got anything uh, i just want to give a shout out to uh listener feedback because we've been getting some cool notes yeah. in the mail like we got a really awesome a uh, note from Pete a little while yep. back talking yep. about uh, philosophy. And yep. I think, great, keep those notes coming. A, if anyone follows along with these challenges, send us examples of your stuff and we'll talk yes. about it and post it up. And then B, you know, if you're working on something that we don't know anything about, like philosophy, and I don't mean to speak for you, Rob, but I'm making an educated guess, uh, then, you know, like write in and give your two cents, man. I mean, I, I think yeah, this totally. podcast... The whole thing is that we're experts in nothing, but we're willing to just go ahead and do it <laughs> just to see see what happens. We haven't done anything really dangerous yet, but we have, <laughs> historically we have. Um, 
Rob, speaking to my um, nervous Nelly position at Dead Tech, you, you had some good dangerous stuff going on there. Um, and so I guess I what I'm saying hype, is yeah. dangerous and take a risk, man. Like take a yep. take a personal risk and reach out and make stuff with us. And we love hearing from everybody. So that's what I'm into. Yeah, we've had a couple of people write us and say that they have been sort of inspired to make stuff maybe when mm-hmm. they, they don't normally make stuff. And that's that I think is great. I mean, I think it's also even someone who considers himself an artist is often sort of wrapped in the stresses and weirdnesses of the day. And so they're not even like they might be compelled to make a thing. They it's often like it's that, you know, thing of like getting started is the hardest part of the project. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think everybody faces that. And I think people who just don't think of themselves as artists think of that as being not artistic, you know, when really it's just, I think a struggle everyone faces when they're first sort of, you know, picking up a pencil or just getting, getting their thoughts off the ground and, and into, into shape. But even, even I don't really think of myself as an artist anymore, you know, like I'm starting mm-hmm. to feel like that term is a little, is pretty limiting. And this mm-hmm. thing that we're doing, right. I mean, I don't know. Do you, do you guys consider yourselves artists in that way? Yeah, I might be on the opposite side. I like consider everyone an artist. Ah, uh-huh. uh, see, uh-huh. that's a much happier way to look at it. <laughs> 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 Rob, I totally cut you off. What were you going to say? Oh, no, no. Uh, I was just to say, um, we also got a nice note from uh, David yesterday. Mm-hmm. who just wanted to give us a shout out and saying thanks. So thanks for sending that in, David. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, and thanks to everybody for listening to the podcast. Uh, we're psyched to have you on board. And like Taylor said, uh, send us what you're what you're making. We would definitely love to check that out. I want to. I just want to thank you guys uh, for for doing this and sticking to it and inviting uh, inviting me um, and inviting other cool folks um, to you know do this. Really, like I don't know. It's really generous to to give people your your time. Uh, you know, I mean, other listeners are giving uh, you their time, but you know, you guys are are doing something that where you're spending time listening to other artists and 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 doing what i think is like the one of the most important things that art can do is connect people and provide conversation oh yeah oh, dude cool. yeah thanks man nice. that's awesome yeah see yeah, and, and the nice thing that we're we're taping this in the middle of the day is i can walk around with that comment in my head <laughs> instead of taping at midnight and just falling asleep like face down on the floor <laughs> yeah. that's <laughs> true yeah we, we typically record late so it's ah, nice to yeah cool <laughs> It was weird to drink coffee and record the podcast and yes. like having a glass yeah, of wine. That was strange. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe the word frequency will be a lot faster. I had a couple, one maybe one too many <laughs> iced coffees this morning. There's only one way to tell. To the net. To the neural net. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, good job, guys. Excellent. Thanks. Yeah, I got a couple mm-hmm. rappy-uppy things. Just real Do quick. It, man. Uh, oh, so yeah. And speaking of projects, you can find photos of our projects uh, on our site, projects.opposablepodcast.com. Uh, and we also have links to show notes on each of our podcasts um, that you can usually get to through going to opposablepodcast.com and clicking on any one of the episodes or checking out the show notes in your uh, podcast listening tool of choice, whether that's iTunes, Overcast, Stitcher, or whatnot. Um, speaking of uh, feedback, uh, share the podcast and we will send you a sticker. So just figure out an interesting way to share it, whether that's writing our URL on a paper airplane and throwing it someone or rating us on iTunes. Uh, let us know that you did that. And we'll send you a really cool opposable thumbs sticker. Um, and shout out to our Patreon peeps. Uh, Nick is our top Patreon supporter. Thank you, Nick. Um, if you'd like to join Nick in the league of Patreon supporter badasses, please go to patreon.com slash opposable thumbs to sponsor us. Uh, our podcast is dedicated to providing a harassment-free experience for everyone, regardless of race, gender, age, sexual orientation, disability, physical appearance, body size, knowledge of subject matter, or religion, or whether you call yourself an artist or not. We actively <laughs> support an inclusive environment, and we want you to be a part of it. You can check out our full code of contact over at the site. John, thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. This was super great. Really yeah, fun. Yeah, for sure. You always bring this, like... uh Whenever I think of your work, I think of like this combination of like the desire for clarity that the internet sort of always is feels like it's trying to push towards, and you just like sticking your foot out and tripping it like, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 this project did exactly that same thing, so, right? And tripping over like, it yes. as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, and then falling down. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So do you, um, do you have like websites or projects or anything you want to share of your own so people can check out your work? Um, I, let's see, like the johnstatrum.com, uh, is, is where I uh, have neglected lately. Um, Twitter, uh, is also where I'm online mostly, um, and communicative. Um, yeah, that, that's that for now. I, I'm kind of in the middle of a couple things, so yeah. Cool. Taylor, you got anything? Uh, you know, I'm just working away. Um, I, one thing that I will have upcoming and I'm hoping to find a good use to this in the show is I, I got a hold of a bunch of, um, I got a flocking kit. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> you know, where you like blast a bunch of colorful fibers onto adhesive. So that's, that's one thing. And I also got a couple pounds of, uh, Britannia metal, which is lead free pewter. Uh, which you can melt, you know, basically just on a stovetop or something. So I've just been, I mean, we've been doing this podcast for six months now, you know, so it's been kind of flying by and I'm really finding the only way to survive with that schedule is you just have to have a whole bunch of stuff sitting on your desk ready to go. And then when it, yeah, because when it comes in, you don't want to have to scramble to, you know, like go buy an airplane or whatever. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. So, so it's just been, I've been having a really interesting time trying to, internalize the you know schedule the podcast requires and to incorporate that into things i'm thinking about that aren't necessary like i can start working on projects before the challenges and then wait for the a challenge to be appropriate so that's been interesting yeah you guys are making a lot of work because of this format it's awesome for sure yeah 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 this is yeah episode been, 14 yeah yeah it's been really good to have what feels like a regular practice, even though it sort of takes radical shifts every two weeks. It's like, oh, <laughs> but but like your own work kind of still always just come, like your own interests kind of come to it. Oh, right? totally. Just like, yeah. So, so it's cool to sort of be like, oh, I never thought about, wait, what's our challenge again? Exceptions mm-hmm. to the original, but now <laughs> I have to bring <laughs> my own art, my own creative voice to it. <laughs> yep. Yep. So. It's going to be weird, yeah. man. Skype since they made it all goofy looking. It's totally goofy. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually not seeing that option in Skype. You know, I just saw a cool option in Skype. It's it called. Just, it says "Add New Bots." 